When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Before we jump in, we must warn you this episode contains content, such as sexual abuse, that may be disturbing to some people. Listener discretion is advised. Picture this. December 1981, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Flowers are in full bloom, and you can hear the sound of waves crashing below the cliffs of the villa's gardens. But Moises Padilla does not notice the beautiful scenery. Moises hears Samuel call for him from the balcony of the mansion, telling him to come inside. But Moises ignores him. He is too busy looking for a rock, a big one a rock heavy enough to bash the head of Samuel into a pulp and kill him. I felt awful. All I could think about was killing him. I looked at a rock and thought, I'll kick him in his nuts and break his face with that stone. But I stopped. I told myself, no, no, no. If I do that, he'll end up a martyr and I'll be in jail for the rest of my life or be killed in prison by the followers of the light of the world. I imagine the memory of that rock flashed through Moises's head 17 years later, as he lay completely naked, bruised and bleeding onto cold asphalt in the middle of nowhere. If Moises had chosen action over mercy back then, he might have avoided this particular fate. Viciously stabbed over 60 times, and left for dead on the side of a deserted road on the outskirts of Guadalajara, Mexico. Moises caught a glimpse of his attackers, the men hell-bent on destroying his life, and one of them he recognized. That man is what this story is all about. As the men walked away, Moises felt himself leaving his body, but he would survive, and so would his plan for revenge. I'm Roberta Garza, and this is Sacred Scandal, Season 2, La Luz del Mundo. Episode 2, Left for Dead.
Moisés Padilla grew up in the 70s and 80s in Hermosa Provincia, a neighborhood in the Mexican city of Guadalajara. In Hermosa Provincia, all of Moisés's friends, neighbors, teachers, basically everybody, belonged to La Luz del Mundo, or LLDM for short. Moisés was born into a church family. His father joined after meeting his mother, Maria, and Moisés's grandmother, Maria's mother, had been a member serving under the original apostle, Aaron, who founded the church in the 1920s. We'll hear more about Aaron later. But for now, what you need to know is this. In the 1980s, LLDM was growing. Samuel Joaquin had taken the reins in the 1960s, after his father's, Aaron's death. And Samuel had big plans. Under Samuel's leadership, the church was booming, expanding internationally and consolidating its importance and clout in Mexico. Unlike his father Aaron, Samuel treated LLDM like a corporation, establishing clear hierarchies within the church, pushing for its international expansion, and consolidating a strict code of conduct for members. Life inside Hermosa Provincia was structured around the church, and Moisés Padilla's life was no different. As a boy, he founded and led the church's youth choir. He attended services three times a day, and in his spare time, he collected money for the temple. And like any good believer, Moisés, his friends and family, revered the apostle Samuel Joaquín like a god. For Moisés, being born into a church family came with certain privileges. As a kid, Moisés was often invited to Samuel's house, the Casa Grande, or Great House, to play with Samuel Joaquín's children, or as church insiders call them, the royal princes. Moisés felt very proud to be a part of it all. On one of those visits, when Moisés was 16 years old, Samuel invited Moisés to stay for lunch. That was considered a rare blessing. The apostles served a beautiful lobster meal and then invited Moisés to drive him to his beach house in Puerto Vallarta, several hours away. This was a true honor for Moisés and his family, one that could not be refused. The drive from Guadalajara to Puerto Vallarta is scenic. 200 miles of lush mountains transport you from one of the densest cities in Mexico to the Pacific Ocean. But Moisés did not notice the gorgeous plains or mountains. He was disturbed by the man next to him. Samuel Joaquín, his apostle, his leader, a trusted family friend, suddenly put his hand on Moisés's leg and began to move it upwards. And he did not stop. By the time they arrived at the beach house, Moisés was trembling. He remembers being aroused and feeling terribly ashamed. Things only got worse inside the house. After it was all over, Moisés ran outside to the garden and threw up. All I could do was cry. Samuel saw Moisés was upset and tried to comfort him. He was very tender. He told me, no, no, you must not feel bad because today you have learned the secrets of a servant of God. I asked, what secrets? You have a wife. This is not an act of God. He says, you must understand that I am an angel. Angels do not have sex. We can enjoy a man or a woman. Samuel told Moisés that what had taken place between them was not profane, but divine. Not rape, but a blessing. And then he told Moisés one other very important thing. No le digas nada a tu papá ni a tus hermanos. 
No les digas nada. Don't say anything to your dad or your brothers. Don't tell them anything, because if they leave the church, you will be responsible for their condemnation. Back in Guadalajara, Moises kept the abuse a secret. He told no one, not his parents or his sisters. The apostle had warned him that if he talked about what had happened, he and his family would be damned to hell. Shortly after his return, his 14-year-old sister, Marta, began acting strangely. She started wetting her bed. She stopped showering, combing her hair, and washing her clothes. Una de mis hermanas, Marta, me... One of my sisters tells me that she's leaving home. She didn't want to tell me why. Concerned, Moises pressed Marta for more details. At first, Marta refused to tell him anything. But little by little, the truth came out. And soon an alliance formed between Moises and Marta. It was then the brother and sister started a lifelong journey, putting together the pieces of generations of abuse that went far beyond brother and sister. We'll get to that very soon. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. What Moises learned from Marta's confession was that his sister had a story very similar to his own. And then she says that Samuel had raped her and that her mother had taken her when she was only 13. Marta's strange behavior began just after this encounter. Like Moises, Marta was sworn to secrecy threatened with the condemnation of their entire family to hell if she told. But unlike Moises, she was given to the apostle willingly by her mother. 
And then Martha told Moises. It turns out that my mother also offered herself in, at the age of 13. His own mother, Maria, had been raped as a girl by Aaron, Samuel's father and LLDM's founder, its very first apostle. She had been taken by her mother, Moises's grandmother. All his life, Moises had heard the rumors, rumors of the apostle Aaron's assault on his own stepsister, not yet 12 years old, of erotic costume parties the handmaiden arranged for Samuel's birthdays. He also remembered the young, pretty girl Samuel surrounded himself with, and the older handmaiden who always seemed to watch him like hawks. Rumors that the faithful, listening obediently to their pastors, dismissed as the work of evil apostates speaking for Satan. But Moises couldn't deny the rumors anymore. He was both witness and evidence. How to move forward with this knowledge, however, would not be easy. In LLDM, accusations are hushed, punished and denied from generation to generation. At the church, the mere mention of the apostles' improprieties is considered the gravest of sins, meriting eternal damnation in heaven and a harsh response from the church on earth. Members who leave the church are exiled and called impure and apostates. It's been two years since the incident with Samuel in Puerto Vallarta. Two years of tough, horrifying revelations that had turned Moises' world upside down. He was now 18. He began saving money. He planned to leave the church and his family for good. But he couldn't stop thinking of his sister Marta, his new baby sister Miriam. Living would save himself, but not them, nor any other believer. He had to tell the truth, starting with his father. And at that moment, what I did was to save some money in case my father did not believe us. What I did was to prepare everything to rent an apartment and take my sister with me in case my father kicked us out of the house, which is the most common thing that happens in this cult. Moises braced himself for a confrontation. After a couple of months of washing cars and tending houses, he was ready for the worst. Moises approached his father and told him everything. Fortunately, when I talk to my father about this, he listens to me. Not only did his father believe him, he agreed to leave the church with his son and young daughters. His mother and older sister Magdalena were less understanding. They called Moises and his father liars and sinners and decided to stay put by Samuel's side. She chose the church over everything. She left my baby sister and it didn't faze her. Miriam was only three years old. Can you imagine? She didn't care that she was choosing to stay in that church over her three-year-old daughter. For the first time in his life, Moises was free. He felt relieved to be out from under the control of the apostles and the rest of the flock. However, he was not satisfied with simply walking away. He wanted justice. De ahí me nace el hacer una of course, it was only natural that I'd come up with a plan of attack, a strategy to put him in jail. I was focused. At 20 years old, Moises started studying law, believing that this was the way to bring Samuel and LDM down. His father, Primitivo, a judge, gave him a reality check. I didn't finish my law degree because of my father. 
and with good reason. He would tell me that the country's laws existed, but were rarely enforced. Primitivo then offered to help his son with his plan. He says to me, let's investigate the families that have left, the ones they call impure. So Moises and his father, in order to form a clear picture of the scope of Samuel's abuses, reached out to other families that had already left the church. We talked to those families and it was a river of tears. Every one of them relieved the suffering Samuel had caused them. Together, father and son began building a case against LLDM, one that would show the abuses were not exceptional, but built into the church's operations. Crimes that required the church's institutional oversight and protection to be enacted and covered up. Primitivo told Moises that they must do this work in secret until their case was strong enough. Because once they went public, his father warned, it would not be easy. They will kill you. Ever since the church's earliest days, LLDM had carefully cultivated its earthly powers. When Apostle Aron founded the church back in the 1920s, Mexico was governed by the PRI, a single ruling party that held unchecked power for over 70 years. Basically, a dictatorship. With little to no governmental checks or balances, what the ruling class wanted, it got. LLDM worked willingly with the PRI, when the PRI needed something, like a large number of people to attend rallies or do campaign work, or a huge base mobilized to vote one way or another, PRI only had to phone up the apostle and say the word, and LLDM would quickly deploy its thousands of believers. It was not uncommon to have 100% of Hermosa Provincia's votes go to PRI. This relationship worked both ways. PRI got to use LLDM's base, and LLDM was able to operate not only undisturbed by government authorities, but openly aided by them. For example, when Samuel decided to build a giant temple in Hermosa Provincia in 1981, the plan encountered no pushback, no red tape, no pesky inspectors, and a full tax exemption. Add a corrupt political structure to a massive cult following, and you get La Luz del Mundo an organization operating almost totally outside the law, yet in plain sight, uncrackable. As former church insiders, Moises and his father knew it would not be easy to find justice. The pair spent over five years building their first case. They gathered testimonial after testimonial of the apostles' abuses and corruption. As a judge, my father summoned up all his courage and political connections and attempted to file a criminal case against Samuel. Finally, Moises and his father filed a claim against Samuel Joaquin for abuse. But that ultimately fails. So they went back to the families and survivors, gathered more evidence, filed another lawsuit, and another, and another. Every single time Moises and his father got stuck in one bureaucratic nightmare after another bumped from office to office in a whirlwind of lost papers and misplaced evidence. After several failed lawsuits, Moises' father decided to pull some strings. Perhaps they could not win in Guadalajara, so maybe they should try their luck in Mexico City. They hopped on a plane to visit an old schoolmate of his dad's, 
a high-profile politician and cabinet minister. We went to his office, but he wanted nothing to do with it. It got heated, and he ended up throwing my dad out of his office. He said he was busy, and he had no time for this nonsense. He told him not to start trouble with religious leaders. They're untouchable in Mexico. In 1994, 12 years after Moises and his father left the church, Mr. Padilla passed away without seeing his children get any justice. Before he died, he shared something with his son that has defined Moises's life ever since. Recuerdo que mi papá me decía si si un día Dios toca tu cuerpo para que seas un vaso. I remember my dad telling me If God calls you one day to be the vessel that brings justice for all the children that have been raped, for all elderly that had their homes taken away, and for all the parents outraged over their heritage, you must do it. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Nothing will happen to you. Moises knew that to defeat LDM, he would need a better plan. Anonymous testimonials would not be enough. He teamed up with Fernando Flores, the church's longtime archivist and historian. Flores helped Moises find survivors willing to speak out publicly against LDM, no matter the cost. By the end of the summer of 1997, the newly formed front was ready. It was a small, brave group of people. In my eyes, they were heroes. It was a tough time. There was no social media, and we knew that we were facing a political and economic monster. Moises and the other members of the group went on to file criminal complaints in Mexico City. They knew they were likely to be rejected or indefinitely archived by the authorities. But this time, they got receipts. No nos quería aceptar la denuncia. They did not want to accept the complaints, and we knew they wouldn't. We believed that the best option at that point was to have the attorney's stamp and signature. We wanted the time and date stamped right then and there, in his office. So, we played dumb and act like we weren't sure if they could do us the favor. We weren't sure they would give us a receipt acknowledging the complaint, but they gave it to us. As planned, their filing went nowhere. But this time, Moises and his group would use Mexico's bureaucratic nightmare to their advantage. With the documents in hand, they went on newsrooms and national talk shows publicly denouncing the Apostle and LDM for abuse. Samuel and LDM tried to get in front of the story, but the damage was inescapable. They went from denial to full-blown panic. Samuel and his minions even attempted to buy up all the newspapers covering the subject in Guadalajara and destroy them. But it was pointless. The story was everywhere. More on that after the break. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Moises and the group had chosen to sidestep the inefficient and corrupt legal system and go straight to the court of public opinion. After appearing on some of the most important newscasts in the country, like Televisa's Detrás de la Noticia, El Sol de México and El Universal, the group was overwhelmed with requests for interviews by newspapers, radio stations and TV channels they could feel the tides changing. The next step was a big public action, a hunger strike. In the winter of 1997, Moises and a group of LLDM defectors set up camp in downtown Mexico City, right under what amounts to Mexico's Homeland Security offices, the offices that in the country grant any and all churches a license to operate on Mexican soil. The hunger strike was not easy. There was no rest at the campsite. LLDM members constantly harassed them. They threw trash at the strikers, honked and shouted at all hours of the night, and even ran their cars into the tents. At the site, Moises had to maintain a constant vigilance. But Moises knew he was getting under the apostle's skin when a lawyer showed up with a briefcase. Samuel Joaquin mandó a dos de sus abogados que son de la luz del mundo. Samuel Joaquin sent two of his lawyers from the light of the world with a $4 million bribe. They said that Brother Samuel was upset and saddened by what he had done and the damage he had caused to the church. He sends this money as an apology and hopes we can put this matter to rest. When Moises opened the briefcase, all he felt was rage. I was speechless until one of the lawyers told me, it's a lot of money, Moises. I'm normally not a rude or nasty person, but at that moment, I told them to take the damn money and go. I asked them to do me a huge favor and take every single $100 bill and stick it up his ass. A couple weeks later, Samuel's lawyer visited again, this time with $6 million. Again, Moises refused. Immediately after, Moises was invited into Mexico's Homeland Security office for a private meeting with the Secretary of the Interior. And that's when the Secretary of the Interior yelled at me, insulted me, and asked if I had a visa for the United States. I told him yes. He told me to go to the United States, and as a favor, I could go in a government plane. 
Arriving in a government plane will ensure I wouldn't be searched. He said, take your money and get lost. I don't need you causing me any more problems. Then, with a straight face, he says, I know you're right, but there is no room in prison for so many Samolites. Esa misma noche fue cuando me secuestran. That same night, I was kidnapped. That night, Moises returned home to Guadalajara. He was exhausted. The hunger strike had gone nowhere. He was looking forward to a couple of nights rest at home before regrouping and deciding what to do next. That evening, when he stepped out to buy some groceries, six men jumped him and shoved him into a car with tinted windows. He imagined he would be taken to one of the tunnels or secret rooms hidden under LLDM's main temple, the one Samuel had built in the 1980s. But that's not what happened. They took me to the farmland around Tonalá, and that's when they tortured me. They drove to the outskirts of the city, into an abandoned warehouse, and proceeded to beat him furiously yelling at him that he should have kept his mouth shut. And then, several of them took out their knives. And just as they're stabbing me, I'm freed. It was like an out-of-body experience. I can look down at the six men about to torture me. Moises says he was able to clearly see his attackers and that he knew they were federal police officers. Simply put, the light of the world was connected and pulled favors. Everyone knew that Samuel and his children had bodyguards who were paid for by the government. Most of the men he couldn't place, but there was one face he did recognize. A man Moises had known all his life. He had often played with him as a little boy. My spiritual body comes out, or my consciousness comes out. I can look at the six who were going to torture me. The truth is, believe me, I didn't care. I knew that I was going to a better place. But at that moment, he was oblivious, floating between life and death. It was a beautiful experience. The moment thinking energy meets your quantum energy. It's an energy most humans are unaware of. You exist, but you do not have a body. You see, but have no eyes. You think, but you don't have a brain. It's something unique that breaks the laws of physics, chemistry, everything really. After stabbing Moises over 60 times, his neck, his back and torso, the men carried his limp body back to the van, drove a couple of miles and left him for dead at the side of the road. But Moises didn't die. He just spent three or four hours in his beautiful out-of-body experience. Until he woke up, naked, and caked in blood. Regreso a mi cuerpo y me desamarro. Comienzo a caminar hasta una carretera. I woke up and untied myself. I started walking towards the road and eventually began crossing the Tonalá Highway. I stop on the yellow line and see lights coming towards me, standing there, naked, one hand covering my genitals and the other hand waving them to stop. They took me to a local police station. 
I didn't think I'd get another chance, so I gave a brief statement, something that they could have on record. Afterwards, Moises is taken to a local hospital. It's dawn, just a couple hours after his attack. Word gets out, and his friends and family arrive, and so does Guadalajara's district attorney. El procurador era uno que ya per he wasn't just a district attorney, but also a member of the Light of the World and even had family members that were part of the choir. The district attorney cleared Moises' friends and family out of the room. Moises was sure he had come to finish the job. Instead, he was offered another deal. He asked me, how much will it take to shut you up? You're a thorn at my side, you son of a bitch. Just give me a number that will shut you up and make you disappear. Of course, Moises refused. But it was clear his life was in serious danger. He wanted to leave the hospital right then and there, but couldn't. He stayed at the clinic for almost a week, drifting in and out of consciousness. Shortly before he was discharged, the district attorney paid him another visit. Moises claimed his attackers were federales, so in order to prove him wrong, the district attorney brought a set of headshots for Moises to identify. El procurador trajo dos... The district attorney came back with two albums full of tiny pictures. I looked through each one carefully and picked one guy out, then another. And as I kept looking through, I pointed at six photos. Six people I recognized in my kidnapping. Was it a coincidence that the same six judicial police officers had asked for the day off on the day of my attack? Yeah, and even after picking them out, there was never an investigation. The men who attacked Moises were never prosecuted for their crime. Not even the one man who Moises is sure he saw committed. The one he knew intimately, his childhood playmate, Samuel's own son, Nason Joaquin Garcia. I think Nason ordered the attack as a gift to Samuel. It was almost February 14th. February 14th is Samuel's birthday. And this was his way of showing his dad that he deserved to lead. Samuel Joaquin was never punished for his crimes. He died peacefully in Guadalajara in December 2014, surrounded by his wife, his children, and tended by his many young handmaidens. Sixteen years after Moises identified him as one of the men who stabbed him, less than a week after Samuel Joaquin's death, Nason Joaquin Garcia fulfilled his destiny taking his rightful place as the present-day leader of La Luz del Mundo. Moses Padilla spent 40 days recovering and fled to the United States. In the year 2000, he was granted asylum and given a new identity by the FBI. But his fight is not over. I told myself I needed to go to the United States because that's where the church truly makes their money. That's where the immigrants are, where they earn dollars. And more importantly, that's the country where I can leave a permanent mark on their record. They'll forever be known as criminals. On our next episode, we learn how LLDM became untouchable and how the founder Aron convinced thousands of people he was second only to God. I think that the problem is here is the sick mind and uh, I believe that Aaron Eusebio, essentially, was a sick person, and he was a pedophile, and uh, he was a man from the army.
He was a man of power. Sacred Scandal, La Luz del Mundo, is a production of Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network and is hosted by me, Roberta Garza. Produced by Sabine Jansen with the help of Estela Emmett, Reynold Gutierrez, and Ana Isabel Octavio. Written by myself and Monisa Henriks. Research by Roberta Garza. Additional reporting by Florencia González Guerra García. Fact-checking for this episode by Sean Merchant. Engineering by Hugo Mendoza. Sound design by Pachi Quiñones. Original music by Patrick Hart. Edited by Ryder Alsop and Rose Reed. Executive producers are Rose Reed, Carmen Graterol, Isaac Lee, and Nando Villa. Daniel Bautista oversees audio at Exile Content Studio. Our executive producers at iHeart are Giselle Vances and Arlene Santana. Sacred Scandal was created by Melanie Bartley and Paula Barros. Special thanks to voice actor Ángel de Esa, who contributed to this episode, and to Sonic Union. For more podcasts, go to iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.